Welcome to GoodBuddy's Market Pulse Update for 6th of September. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Senior Research Analyst Brian Flavin. Good morning, Brian. Uh, Good morning, Sarah. We had some um, interesting data points last week, which are, I suppose drove certain kind of market activity. Can you just talk through what kind of happened, went on, and I suppose the, the, what we think about all those those data points, please? Yeah, well, we've had a number of data points recently, uh, not just last week, which have been reflecting what I would call a weaker growth narrative. Uh, that actually is getting louder among financial participants at the moment. So last week, for uh, to, uh, specifically, we had U.S. consumer confidence. Now, that fell to its lowest level since February. Uh, that followed the U.S. retail sales report we got a few weeks ago, which also uh, uh, showed falling retail sales. Uh, and we, of course, the big report last week was the August jobs report, the U.S. non-farm payrolls report. And that came in much lower than what people had expected. And I'll get to that in a moment. On top of that, we got some Chinese manufacturing and service data last week that also came in weaker than expected. So not surprisingly, markets have been, you know, upping the ante around this weaker growth narrative, as I mentioned, and they are responding in a defensive fashion. So we're seeing the cyclicals are no longer outperforming defensives. That's been going on for a number of weeks now, and that continued last week. Although the markets uh, in general have been pretty flat uh, overall for the last couple of weeks. Now, what do we make of all of that? Well, I would say we, we've taken a deeper look at some of the data. And if you take, first of all, uh, the USISM manufacturing survey, which also came out last week, that came in higher than the previous month. That's a strong leading indicator. So it showed new orders were up, stocks, inventories were up. And it also spoke, and I think this is an important point, about how supply chain bottlenecks are impacting the economy. Anybody out there trying to buy a new car will understand this. We've seen, we've, we've heard the stories about semiconductor shortages, raw material shortages. Uh, and we're also seeing it in the labour market, which takes me to last Friday's jobs report once again, because in that report, Yes, it missed by a long shot uh, in terms of the expectations. But if you look at where it missed, it missed in areas like education hiring. It missed in areas like uh, leisure and hospitality jobs. And we know that there's a lot of demand for jobs in those areas. We know this. We can see this through the wage growth inflation that we're seeing in those areas. But the big thing that's happening last month was the Delta variant of the virus. So this has definitely impacted activity. And on top of that, we've seen an ending to the fiscal stimulus checks in the states going out to people as well. So it's not surprising that we're seeing growth slowing down. And we're not surprised about it. We think these issues like supply chain shortages, the Delta variant, are transitory issues. We think they'll pass. And the other important point to make is the growth uh, of uh, or the, the base of growth is slowing. It's not contracting. So we're still growing, but we're growing at a slower pace. None of that is a surprise to us. So in conclusion, what I would say is we think the Delta wave will pass as the vaccination rollout continues. We also know that income levels are well above spending levels. So that's uh, a support there as well. And finally, the central banks are not tightening policy anytime soon. The latest jobs report means the Fed is unlikely to reduce its monthly asset purchases until at least the end of the year, um, probably December at this stage. So overall, we remain confident about the pace of growth. 
a really great snapshot there, Brian. Thank you for that. And, and I suppose then just thinking about client portfolios and, 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 and where people are positioned, how are GoodBuddy responding to that kind of, I suppose, slower pace of growth, if you will, uh, in terms of uh, positioning for portfolios? We knew that the pace of growth couldn't be sustained. You know, the, the pace of growth we saw earlier in the year was truly extraordinary. And we knew that couldn't be sustained. And yes, we are seeing the pace of growth slow down and we are seeing people's estimates of GDP growth rates coming back. But none of that, as I said, is a surprise to us. We should expect that. And as a result of that, a few weeks ago, as some of our listeners may remember, we actually did reduce our equity exposure in some of our multi-asset models. So that's what we've been doing. But in addition to that, we've been careful about the type of exposures we've been making or adding to as well. So we realized that the recovery is still there. The growth is still happening. We're still confident that, uh, you know, when we get through this uh vaccination bump, if that's what you like to call it, and the ending of these fiscal stimulus checks. We think the recovery will continue, that growth will continue. And as a result, we're looking at those areas of the uh, of the uh, financial markets where we think will re- um, growth will continue to happen. So we've been adding to names in areas like financials. Um, we've been adding to names in industrials. And we're also looking at the consumer sector as well. So still very much interested in the cyclical part of the economy, but probably at a later stage, the more mature types of uh, selections within those subsectors. So that's what we've been doing. Great, Brian. Thank you for that. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to gobbly.ie forward slash insights.